Thanks for tuning in to Next Level Church Podcast. For more information, please visit our website at nextlevelchurch.net. What's up, Next Level? It's good to see everybody. Um, And like Pastor Eric said, we are in a series called Fixer Upper. And if this is your first time here or you've been with us the last few weeks, Maybe uh, you have, when you've heard the series title, your mind instantly went to the HGTV series by the same name. Uh, Any Chip and Joanna fans out there? All right, yeah. So uh, my wife watches a lot of Fixer Upper, and so by extension, I watch a lot of Fixer Upper. And uh, I've got two issues with with Fixer Upper, the show, and a lot of the shows that are very similar to it. Uh, The first is... Towards the very beginning of every episode, they, are, they introduce the, the couple, um, and they talk about what they do for a living, their jobs, and then th- their budget for the, the project that they're about to undertake. And so every single time, um, it, it feels like it looks a little something like, like this picture here on the screen. Husband, I'm a professional guess who player. Wife, and I restore used napkins part-time. Our budget is $1.5 million. Like... And, and, and yes, I, this is an exaggeration, but the couples that are on these shows, they have these crazy jobs and their budgets are through the roof. And I'm like, I'm in the wrong profession. Like, I barely can afford a house in Hampton. And these guys are, yeah, it's crazy. And so that already puts me in a, in a bad mood for this show because I get jealous and angry and repent and all that. And so the second issue that I have with, with these shows, it's probably more... Um, an issue that I have with, with myself than the actual show, but we, we start watching uh, these shows, my wife and I, Fixer Upper and all them, and like we start naturally just talking and dreaming about what it could look like if we did some remodeling to our house. Like, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we took this room and did this and this, and like they use a lot of cool stuff, like let's do that, or let's go buy a, a, a Fixer Upper house and flip it and stuff, and then, then we start Googling and looking at like how much it costs to renovate a bathroom or a kitchen, and I'm like, nope, hard pass. Like, I don't need that in my my life. Um, or like friends of ours, they, they bought a house that had um, for the, the sole purpose of, of flipping it, of fixing it up, and then uh, uh, selling it again. And so it was in disrepair. It had not been lived in for a long time. And so they, they bought this house. And the very first thing that they need to do is, is trim all the landscaping because no one had lived in it. No one had taken care of like weeds and vines and nature just had started to take over the property and the house and all that. So they hire a, a landscaper and the landscaper starts to you know take the weeds out, remove the trees, the bushes, all that cut back on landscaping, and uh, as they're doing this, like, they haven't even touched the inside of the house yet. As they're doing this, they, uh, they come across them. They just, they're trimming back all the bushes, the vines, and weeds, and they, they give my friend a call, and they say, hey, um, we just found a car in the, in, in the driveway, like, like a car that nobody knew was there until they started cutting the, the weeds and the trees. I'm like, I don't need that stress in my life. Like, Chip and Joanna make this look really glorious, but, like, it's hard work, and so I like the idea a fixer-upper. I like the idea of remodeling way more than the actual fixing-upping uh, itself. Um, and I think this applies to our, our, our families, too. Like, we like the idea of family way more than family itself. If we're honest, we all have dreams, uh, expectations, uh, the I- perfect ideal family. We grow up thinking, oh, my spouse is going to be this, this. We're going to go on these amazing dates. We're going to have so much fun. We're never going to argue. Our life is going to be awesome. And then we're going to have kids, and we're going to be the most amazing family, and, and we're going to have sports stars and scholars as kids, and they're going to be amazing, and I'm going to get along with my in-laws, and we're going to have family dinners, and holidays are going to be perfect. And then reality sets in. And as the wise philosopher Thanos once said, reality is often disappointing. Yeah. And so, but 
the, the, the expectations, the ideals, they start crashing down, right? Like, all of a sudden, that perfect spouse, we, there's some tension, there's conflict. Our kids aren't all they're cracked up to be. We don't get along with our in-laws. Family gatherings and holidays turn into knockout bras because everyone is just arguing and fighting and don't ever bring up politics or faith or anything else. Like, it's just like everyone's just like, we're here to do our uh, token service to see everybody and get out without causing any issues or drama. And the reason is, we all have issues. And we bring those issues into our families. We're all broken. We all carry baggage from, from our lives. And we all have these issues that we bring into our families. And we as humans, we don't like to deal with our issues. We don't like to deal with our problems. So when we bring them into our family, we just pretend like they don't exist. We ignore them. We sweep them under the rug. We just hope that magically one day they won't be issues anymore. But that's not how life works, is it? Uh, our, uh, our bathroom door at our house, it, uh, the, it's coming off the hinges a little bit, and so it sags. It, and so when you open it and close it, it scrapes the bottom of the, the floor every time. Like, it sounds like Chewbacca is in our house every time someone opens and closes this bathroom door. And it's been doing this, this for weeks. And we all know it. Like, I know it. My wife knows it. Our daughters know it. Like, we hear it. But it, we haven't fixed it, and we, it hasn't gotten better on its own. Like, I keep waiting for the door-fixing fairy to come and show up and magically fix this door, but that hasn't happened. At some point, I'm either going to have to, like, get up and fix it or call somebody to, to fix it. It's just going to go away on its own, and our families are the same way. Our issues, the, the brokenness, the baggage, the, the issues that we bring into our family don't go away. In order for us to have healthy families, um, we have to address these issues. If you want to have an amazing family, it starts with being brutally honest about what needs to be fixed up. If you want to have an amazing family, it starts with being brutally honest about what needs to be fixed up. And that's why we're doing this series, to help us address the things, the issues that are in our family, so that we can have families that honor and glorify God. And so over the last couple of weeks, we've looked at uh, a few different keys to help us remodel our family. Week one, we looked at the key of, of wisdom, and wisdom is the art of skillful living. And we looked at how that applies to um, helping uh, fix up our families. And on week two, we looked at uh, understanding and how the goal of in, in our families isn't agreement, it's understanding. And if you've missed any one of these weeks or both of them, um, I highly recommend going back and, and checking them out and so that you're all caught up. And so that, 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 those were the first two keys. And that brings us to key number three. Are you all ready for key number three? Yeah, you're going to have to come back next week. So today we're taking a little bit of a, a detour. It's a, it's a construction theme series, right? What would it be without some delays? Can I get an Amen. Um, sorry if you're in the construction business. That was not a dig at you. Um, but we are, we're taking a little bit of a detour today. We're going to look at key three next week. And so to help set up the detour that we're taking, um, I want to share our theme verse that's going to guide our time. And so the theme verse is going to come up on the screen. And, uh, we do something that may be a little bit different if you're newer to, to church. Um, at Next Level, we, to honor the text, we stand together and read it out loud. So I want to invite you to, to stand. And in just a minute, we're going to read. And you'll notice towards the, the end, there's the the, the reference, the Proverbs 20, and in between the 20 and the 5, there's two dots. Um, as we get to that point, we say dot, dot, and do a double uh, fist bump. You don't have to do this, but if you do it, God will give you a little extra blessing this morning. So if you're all about that life, go ahead and uh, double fist bump, say dot, dot. So um, now let's, uh, let's read this together. So the, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. Proverbs 20 dot, dot, five. Would you pray with me? 
God, uh, we just thank you for uh, today, the opportunity to, to get together to, to hear from you, God. Uh, we ask that you would just help us to um, remove any distractions from our weeks, from our days that we've brought in. Help us to, to settle and quiet our minds and our hearts so that we can hear your voice. Um, help us to, to apply what you're teaching us. Help us to, to give, us, give us wisdom so that we can um, learn how to have families that, that honor and glorify you. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. And you can have a seat. Well, we as humans are, are, are complex individuals. We have complex emotions. We, we experience things, we feel things, but we often don't know why we experience or feel those things. We often don't know what, what's causing those things. Like, it's hard to navigate our emotions and even more difficult to learn to control our emotions. On top of that, we, we have what are called secondary emotions. And secondary emotions are emotional reactions we have to other emotions. So not only do we have these primary emotions, things that we're feeling, we have these other emotions called secondary emotions that are in response to these first emotions. And so that just makes everything way more complex. So for example, anger is a secondary emotion. Anger never arrives on its own. It's always a response to another feeling. And so when we feel angry, we have the anger to deal with, but then we also have to try to figure out what's the other thing that's causing that. And so this just paints the picture of how complex we are as humans, how complex our emotions are. It's difficult to navigate them. It's difficult to figure out what's really going on inside of me. On top of that, I am an expert at lying to myself. I don't know if any of you can relate, but I can really deceive myself. I can sugarcoat things um, and make myself look amazing and blame all the other things in the world for my responses and my emotions. And so that just makes figuring out what's really wrong with me that much more difficult. And so then we need, we, sometimes we just need an expert. We need someone to come in to give us that insight. If we look back to our, our theme verse, right, it says the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. It's this idea that our feelings are, are in a deep well. Like the water is down at the bottom. We know it's there. We can hear it. We can feel it. We can see it a little bit. But we, we can't draw it out on our own. We need help. Our feelings are there. They're under the surface. We know that they're there. But we can't, we can't do anything about it. We don't know what's causing them. We don't know how to navigate through them. We don't know how to draw them out. And so we need the help of an expert. We need someone who has wisdom, someone who has insight to help us draw these issues, these feelings out to the surface and help us navigate through them. Just over a year ago, I started to notice that, that there were some things off inside, internally, in my life. And that was causing um, some, some issues in how I interacted with the people around me. It was impacting uh, my family. It was impacting my relationship with, with my wife, with, with our kids. It was impacting my relationship with my, our, my friends, the fellow staff members here at Next Level. It was impacting how I viewed the world around me and how I interpreted situations and circumstances. At that point, the the pandemic had been going on for about a year, and it had taken its toll. There was a, a, fa a fatigue, an exhaustion, a, a burnout of constantly having to make decisions and then remake those same decisions an hour later and, and constantly interacting with people, and it had just left its toll emotionally. And so I knew, I knew there was stuff wrong. I didn't like how I was responding. I knew there was things going on inside of me, but I didn't know what they were. And worst of all, I didn't know how to fix them. And so I called Genesis Counseling and started to see a counselor on a regular basis. And over the course of several months, that the counselor helped draw things out of me that I didn't even know were there. 
The counselor helped me connect the dots with, with my behavior, my response, my emotions here on the surface, and what was really going on underneath it all, inside of me, deep inside of me, and helped me connect those dots. He constantly asked questions, constantly drew those things out of me, and we were able to fix things, diagnose things, and, and put things in place in my life, and, get, and he gave me tools to help me be more aware of those things and to make sure that those things didn't snowball down the line so that I wouldn't have to, to go through those same exact things Again, it's tools that I use today and will continue to use for the rest of my life. And so seeing someone with insight and wisdom greatly helped me. And I don't say that because, I, and I'm not embarrassed, and I'm not, I'm not shameful of that. I know that there's the, the stigma of going to see a counselor, especially in the church world, that it's like, oh, we, there's an embarrassment there, a shame there. We've gotten better in that area for sure, but I think we have a long way to go still. And the more we talk about it, the more open we are about, about going to see a counselor, I think that's going to be only encourage more people to do that. But here at the end of the day, like, I needed that help. I needed, to, I needed the insight and wisdom from someone to draw those things out of me. I didn't know what was going on inside of me. I didn't know how to fix them. And for the sake of my family, I needed to get those fixed. Because here's the thing. To have a healthy family, you need to have healthy individuals. You can't take an unhealthy person and put them together with another unhealthy person and magically get a healthy family. It doesn't work that way. And so sometimes to become a healthy individual, we need the, the expertise, the insight, the wisdom of somebody else to truly help us address our issues and our feelings. All that baggage, all that stuff that we bring into our family, we sometimes need someone to help us with that. And so today... We have the, the privilege to, to hear from Cameron Ashworth. He's the Vice President of Operations at Genesis Counseling, um, and he's a, a, a great husband, a great dad, an active member at Coastal Community Church, and I'm excited for you to, to hear from him and share some, uh, and for him to share some insight about counseling. And so would you help me welcome Cameron to the stage? Hey, Cameron. Hey there. Thanks, thanks for, for, yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Um, so why don't we uh, start things off here. Uh, just tell us a little bit about you, um, what you do at Genesis, and what Genesis Counseling is. Yeah, like you said, I'm the service of VPE, but I'm executive leader. Genesis has been there just over 10 years, and uh, it's been a cool journey of, uh, of growth and seeing God's uh, work expand and reaching more places. So we're in six locations here locally and then a couple satellites uh, outside of here, and so it's been, uh, it's been cool to see uh, what God's done, especially during the pandemic, and uh, lots of folks needing help, and yeah. so we're just trying to meet those needs. Um, we serve a lot of different uh, needs and a lot of different ages, all ages, in fact, yeah. and so we, we offer individual counseling. We do um, a lot of work with families and marriages. We help with parenting. We do individual and uh, uh, group counseling. We do play therapy, art therapy, and a lot of psychological testing as well, and do some neurofeedback and uh, just helping kind of retrain the brain, so to speak, yeah. which is a unique thing. And uh, so, yeah, lots of lots of different ways to serve. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're uh, we're big fans of of you guys. I'm here at Next Level. You're one of our primary uh, places we refer to people to for for counseling, and you know. On a personal level, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Uh, you guys have helped uh, <laughs> me and my family tremendously, so thank you. Um, so uh, when it comes to, to counseling, um, what are some of the biggest reasons that, that you've seen that people don't come see a counselor? Yeah, I would say it, it, it is stigma. You know, as, as you mentioned, 
Uh, we've come a long way. Our yeah. culture's come a long way. I think some of the influencers out here have, have stepped forward and said, you know what, I need some help. And um, so I think that's a great thing, but there's still some stigma. And, you know, I, I was, I'm just old enough to, to be raised with that tough generation of people where, you know, it's kind of like, get over it, you know, yeah. just deal with it, um, you know, get tougher. And then sometimes you hear in faith circles, just uh, have more faith, you know, pray more. What's, what's going, you know, what's going on? Or the worst thing you can say to someone, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you don't ever want to yeah. say that to someone, what's wrong with you? Um, so it's just a, a lot of stigma, a lot of concern, even our own personal issues or, you know, thinking things like, well, I don't want people to think I'm crazy uh, or whatever. So I, I've recently gone to counseling myself and I know I fought through different things such as, you know, well, too many people know me in the community, you yeah. know, and, and where am I going to go? That's a, that's a safe place. Or, um, you know, maybe that's going to be on my personal health record. And what's that going to look like? Yeah. I mean, who cares? You know, and nobody cares. And so uh, a lot of those things, but just stepping forward and fighting through that can make a big difference. Yeah, for sure. Um, you hinted at it a little bit. So, um, but often Christians struggle with the, the whole idea of, of counseling, right? It's the, the, you know, have more faith, pray more, read yeah. your Bible, like, God is enough, and yes, we know that God is enough, um, but yeah. oftentimes we need, we need the help from, from other people. Is there, is there any biblical support to, to see a counselor? Yeah, absolutely, and, and uh, I love the proverb you guys put on the screen. That's, yeah. that's a tremendous one. I think several other proverbs I thought of, uh, Proverbs eleven fourteen says, where there's no guidance of people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there's safety. Mm-hmm. And then Proverbs fifteen twenty two says, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Yeah. And I was even thinking about New Testament. There's James five sixteen. confess your sins to each other, pray for each other so you may be healed. And as you're confessing and opening up to a Christian counselor who you've built relationship with and trust, there's great healing that can take place. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal of counseling is healing and transformation. Um, I was even thinking about the spirit living in us, you know, yeah. as believers and, and being known as the counselor in the Bible. Uh, so, of course, no one can counsel like God, right? And yeah. no one can counsel God. So, but, but Christian counselors are um, being used of God to minister, you know, to, to people and, and to bring that healing. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, you guys at Genesis are faith-based um, mm-hmm. counseling. And so um, you bring the, that, that into your, your counseling. And so, um, but on the other side of this, the, there's the faith side where the faith objections to the counseling. Mm-hmm. But then um, there's some of the science objections. It's like that age-old tension of faith versus, uh, versus science. And so some Christians, um, their fear about Christian counseling is that there's no science behind it. It mm-hmm. is, they're just going to show up and the counselor's going to be like, here, here's some Bible verses or let's pray about it or, you know. <laughs> God's enough, have more faith or whatever, but yeah. um, that's not what, what you guys do, is it? No, yeah, yeah, that is not what we do. So um, we, we're what you call integrationists, yeah. and so our team will integrate the Christian faith and the scriptures with the, the training they've received mm. as licensed counselors. And so every counselor we have on our team, they've gone through over six years of formal education They've gone through 4,000 hours of supervision to even be able to sit and take a licensure exam and become licensed with the state. And so we, we use proven clinical methods that are all these fancy terms yeah. but are empirically validated, peer-reviewed research, all that. And so it's, it's grounded in 
quantitative and quality research. And in addition to, there's great research around Christian counseling, and the work there is astounding to see the differences yeah. that that can make in people's lives. And in fact, people that are getting some, some help with a Christian counselor, we're seeing that, that they're 80% better. They would say they're healthier awesome. than those without getting that. And so it's just really cool. So it's a, a nice integration. We have a director of uh, Christian therapy who really helps us maintain this, our core values as a Christian practice, but also to integrate well. Yeah. <laughs> so he's looking at what's out there. What's the research? What's this like? And, and to make sure that we're giving the very best to every person we serve. Yeah. No, that's so, so important because I think we like to think that our lives are compartmentalized, right? Yeah. There's the physical aspect, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, but in reality, they're, they're, they are integrated, and one area affects yes. another area. And so if we're not well physically, that's going to affect other areas. If we're not well spiritually or mentally, emotionally, that's going to bleed yeah. over into all those different areas. So I love your, your guys' approach. Um, and I know from my experience, right, like um, when I first was making appointments, I filled out a questionnaire, and it asked me if I wanted faith to be a part of yes. uh, my counseling, and so I checked the box because I'm a pastor and I work at church, and I was like, <laughs> I should probably do this, um, but like, um, you know, as we met with our counselor, faith was very much a part of it, but at the yeah. same time, um, the things that he was uh, telling me and exercises he was having me go through, like, they were legit, like, we'd get off the, the calls, and I would Google them, and I'm like, oh, like, just to find out more information, like, yeah. oh, these are, these are legit, like, yeah. um, and so I definitely appreciate the value <laughs> what you guys are, are doing. Um, Okay, so we are in a series about families mm -hmm. and how we can remodel our families, address those issues. And so how can seeing a counselor help, uh, help families? Yeah, as you mentioned, you know, families have so many dynamics. Yeah. There's complexity. I mean, you're taking people from different backgrounds, experiences, walks of life, different uh, sometimes belief systems, mm -hmm. different cultural views, different worldviews, you know, and you're trying to kind of mesh this, this thing into one beautiful picture. <laughs> and... A lot of times it's not so beautiful, is it? You know, the yeah. reality is this is difficult. You know, there's a lot here and it takes work and, and it's hard. So what we do is really come alongside families and help them, you know, really uh, have a better understanding of what is my role with this, in, within this family? What responsibilities do I have? What are expectations of me? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and how do I get the needed boundaries in place? You know, and a lot of times those boundaries just don't quite exist in the way that they need to. And so we really help um, family members, you know, figure all that out and the yeah. complexity of it. And, and communication, figuring out how to communicate and how to uh, grow in healthy relationships, how to find healing uh, from past hurts because that healing, you know, really is important in, in health. And, you know, a lot of times people can have trauma in their background. Mm. And if it's unresolved, then, then these other emotions you talked about, like anger, can come into play. Yeah. And it can really make a big difference. So, no, that, um, that's so good. Um, so you've got uh, seeing a counselor can help uh, a family, um, but as far as individuals, or maybe even more on the, the family side too, um, what are some common things? Maybe just what you, what, what you guys are seeing right now. Um, some common things that a counselor yeah. has been helping. What are the? I guess you get to boil down to the top three, top five things <laughs> that you guys are your counselors are dealing with. Yeah, I mean, during the pandemic, as you said, it, it's been a lot of adjustment. You know, it's, mm. it's just difficult, all these transitions and changes and, you know, um, folks or their kids are at home and sometimes they're in school and, you know, <laughs> I'm not trained to be a, a teacher, you know, yeah. how do I deal with all this? And, um, and then the, you know, the work life has been challenging and, and uh, you know, even inflation and a number of things. It's, it's brought a lot of stressors mm. 
into the home that, that maybe didn't exist before. And what we've even found is, you know, when people are around a little bit more often, <laughs> then some of those issues are a little bit more real. I yeah. mean, I used to have, I used to have this lady that I worked with, uh, and, and, and she was married like forever. It's, at that time, it seemed like forever. It's 40 something years. And I was like, how on earth have you stayed married this long? And she said, well, uh, he just stays away. You know, you know so she said, and I was just thinking, that's not a good, that's not a good model. Let's don't replicate yeah. that. Uh, so anyway, but, but as people have come closer together during this time, it's like, I really don't like that about you. That's really, anno- <laughs> that is annoying. Like, yeah. did I realize that about you before we got married? Um, and so there's a lot of these little things that pop up, and it's like, oh, okay, let's, let's work through that. So we're seeing a lot of that, but there's obviously... A lot of depression and loneliness, there's anxiety and worry and fear, uh, insecurities and things that, that people are wrestling, wrestling with. Um, you know, and, and like you mentioned, I think it's worth saying that, you know, these stressors and these issues, if left not dealt with, can cause these physical responses. Mm. You know, a lot of times folks will lose sleep and, and, and be even having headaches and physical responses to stress. Yeah. And, and it's, it's amazing that when that stress is dealt with, when, when we learn to, to better understand and deal with our emotions and have these tools in place, like you're saying, suddenly now physically we feel better. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have more energy. Oh, I slept last night. You know, it's just, just a, it makes a big difference in, in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so at what point should a, a family consider seeing a, a Christian counselor? Is there, is there a point where it's like, oh, it's, it's way too late and write it <laughs> off? Or, yeah, what's, what's a good point for a family to come start seeing this counselor? Yeah, I mean, it's um, uh, the biggest lament that I've heard from our counseling team is that, gosh, you know, they just waited too late. They just waited mm. so long. They waited too long. And uh, we see that sometimes with couples where, you know, it's kind of like on our last straw or, or we've decided, hey, we're done. Mm. And we're just going to kind of go to counseling to say that we, we did yeah, or, or maybe we, yeah. we needed to to try to gain custody of kids, so forth. Yeah. And, and it's just don't wait that long. When you feel like it could be helpful, when, when it seems like there are some issues to work through, that's the time to come in right away before those issues compound and get worse. And so just like a doctor, right? If you have knee pain yeah. then, and, it, and it continues and your knee looks like a swollen can, you know, cantaloupe, then there's <laughs> something to do about that. You, you got a problem there. Yeah. And so seeing someone is, is going to be uh, very helpful. So um, that, would, that would be what I'd say. Yeah. So um, what are some, some indicators that there's a, you know, a couple or a family that's yeah. on the fence, like, I don't really know, like things seem to be okay, but I also think there's some issues there. What are some indicators that people... Um, should be looking for, or like, hey, if you, if you can check the box in some of these areas, um, it might be good to go see a, a counselor. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is communication, if there's a communication breakdown or a lack of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I was telling the, at the earlier service, my wife and I, when we first got married, you know, um, we would have some, uh, some heated debates, I'll yeah. call it. You know, you put two passionate people together, and guess what? You have passionate arguments, too. Yeah. And so that's what was happening. And, and what, what I find is, you know, during, like, halfway through the argument, she just, like, disappear. And I'm like, where'd she go? You know, and, and I'm, like, looking around, and I hear the car in the driveway. I'm like, oh, she's leaving. Oh, and is she going to come back? You yeah. know, that's a question. And so we had to really talk through that and put boundaries in place. And I had to understand, hey, she needs a little bit of time to process and think through that, and I've got to give her the space. Yeah. And then I want her to work with me to talk through this, you know, not, not to kind of, like, let's get away from it. Yeah. Um, and so it's just those, those boundaries and, and helping out. Um, there. So 
I think there's more to that question, though. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, I think one of the things you brought up is sleeping in, in separate rooms or whatever. That was one yes, of the things yes, you brought yeah. up. Yeah. Yes. Another yeah. good indicator. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so other parts of it um, is it, just if the arguments are in, intensifying yeah. uh, or if the frequency is intensifying. So if there, there are more, more arguments, you know, if they seem to be getting worse. And, um, you know, if, if you're having a hard time... Um, feeling affection for your spouse, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's, that's true for all of us, okay, we're yeah. human beings, and, um, but there, we come back, right, we come back to the heart of this person, and we, we remember the things about them that we fell in love with, and we hope, we hope we do, and, and, you know, you kind of come back, and the heart gains affection again, if that, if that is waning, and it kind of stays, it's like, gosh, you know, my affections for this person yeah. are, are just not what they were, that's a good time, and I was jokingly saying, if you're sleeping in different rooms, you're past due. You're yeah, past yeah. due. You should already come in. Yeah, it's, it's time yeah. to come in. So, um, but yeah, lots of different indicators. Yeah. Um, so, what would you say uh, to someone who is afraid for whatever reason? Um, you know, but but what would you say to someone who's afraid to go to a Christian counselor or take that step? Yeah, I mean, I would just say we all have those feelings, yeah. you know, and, and um, it was interesting going myself, you know, there, there were those, those feelings of fear to be sure and, and uh, what, what this would all be like and uh, what, what does it look like. And, you know, we're so consumed with what people think of us sometimes. Oh, yeah. and, and frankly, I mean, I think we've got to get past that and, and uh, just take the right steps for us. And, but I would just say you're not alone, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it can be a difficult decision to make. And you're going to fight through personal things, even family members. Sometimes you, you have a family member you're close to, and they're like, don't do that. Yeah. That's a waste of your time. Let's talk about it now. You know, <laughs> Let me give you like the, the barbershop advice. Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be really a game changer. Um, <laughs> so you, you know, just making sure to step in and step forward. And, and you had mentioned you know, don't be controlled by fear. You know, overcome those fears. And uh, the Lord has placed us here, and, and many like us, not just Genesis. There's so many great places out here that can serve uh, you, and that, that we're conduits of grace as a Christian counseling practice. Yeah. And, you know, God's positioned us to, to, to help with these specific issues. And there's a lot of work that's gone into uh, being here and available and helping people overcome these things. Yeah, no, that's good. I think, I mean, I, I know when... Uh, there was like a little bit of fear and hesitation when I first set up the appointment. And I'm like, man, I, I espouse the benefits and encourage people, but here I am, the rubber meets the road. And like, there's still yeah. some, some hesitation. Even um, I met with my counselor virtually. And so even then I was like, all right, where am I going to do the appointments where the least amount of people can overhear? Like, am I yeah. going to go yeah. to a secluded room in our house? Am I going to find some building uh, room in here or whatever? It's like, there's still that fear of like, what are people going to think? But at, at a certain point you're just like, it's okay, like, I, yeah. that's fine. Um, and, and we work hard to provide that safety, yeah. the safe environment, this place of, of, of welcoming and affirming and this place that, you know, you, you, can, you can be yourself. You can let out these issues that yeah. you've been kind of holding on to. You know, we think about it. We train on it. Hey, when somebody walks through the door, here are the emotions they're experiencing. And we talk about that and, yeah. and try to help our team have the highest level of empathy that they can uh, and and it's, it's just a safe place. Even that you come in and you're not being judged. It's not about critically looking at you mm-hmm. in the way that, let's say, the world would. Yeah. You know, oh, you, you, oh you've, you've not done so well in something. <laughs> well, we'll write you off. We'll right. cancel you. You're no good. You know, no, it's not going to be any of that. It's just meeting you where you are and helping you with your specific uh, areas of concern. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, 
All right, so then um, continuing on that, that kind of that, that thought, what would you say to someone who has tried a counselor and it did not go well or it didn't work? <laughs> I, I would say sometimes that happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, it doesn't quite connect. You know, counseling is a relationship, so it's about the therapeutic alliance, as we call it, which really is just meaning it, how well do you click? I mean, you know, like, like you and I, we, we can have... Uh, we could work really well together, yeah. or we could be oil and water, you right. know, and so you've got to find the right fit. So I would just say don't give up. Um, if you tried a counselor and it just didn't quite connect, we understand that can happen. We work hard to try to match the right people with the right counselor based mm-hmm. on uh, what's going on, um, but sometimes we don't get it exactly right. Sometimes there are some issues that we didn't quite know about yeah. uh, that will come out, and so just don't give up, and the thing to do with that is just call and let us know mm. or talk to the counselor. They're, they're prepared. A lot of times people <laughs> think, I'm going to hurt their feelings. I can't tell them I'm, yeah. I'm not coming well, in. They can go talk to that with the they're, they're Yeah, they'll just, just right? deal with yeah. that. No, but they're ready. They actually understand this. They're trained, in their, in, even in their education, that sometimes you're not the right person for that client, you know, yeah. that person. And, and so they understand that and can help kind of give you a warm referral. But if you don't feel comfortable with that, that's okay too. Let the office know. And the office then can, can try to match up with somebody different. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, again, part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so counseling uh, does come with a cost, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's not free. Um, and so insurance oftentimes covers um, either all of it or a portion of mm-hmm. it. But for those who um, don't have insurance or where insurance doesn't cover it, um, is there any options for uh, on the financial side um, if, they're, if they're trying to get counseling but for whatever reason mm-hmm. insurance isn't an option? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, we work with about 50 uh, insurances, so we've really tried to kind of broaden the, yeah. the scope of, the, you know, insurance is accepted. But sometimes, as you said, it, it, it's not available or it's not there, and um, in which case we can provide a, a discount and self-pay rate um, we have, clin- uh, you know, therapists that are in the credentialing process. Mm-hmm. Now, they could have been licensed for 30 years, but they're new to our group, and that requires the insurance to credential them mm-hmm. under our group. Well, that takes time. It yeah. can take three to six months. It's, it's a long time. And so during that time, they can have, they, they can see people for a reduced rate. Okay. We also have residents in counseling that are really, really close to being licensed, and they have a reduced rate as well. So there's some options on that. I mentioned Lackey and the other times we've done this, and uh, we provide the services for Lackey counseling services. Yeah. And um, so that sometimes is a possibility as well. Okay. No, it's good to know that there's some options there. Yeah. Um, well, is there, is there anything else you'd like to say about Christian counseling or why Christians should consider it or your last like campaign speech for, for counseling? <laughs> the elevator speech. Yeah. Well, what, I, what I was told by um, our leadership team coming into doing this interview was don't oversell it because <laughs> we're really busy. We have waiting lists and yeah. this is really, you know, so I am not on a, I'm not on a sales campaign for Genesis. I want to make that clear. Um, you, you know, there's so many needs, and, and thankfully, as we mentioned, people are coming in to get help, and, and that's becoming more of a norm, and I think that's wonderful for our society, for yeah. the Christian communities. I think that's a really good thing. But I would just say, I would just encourage you not to suffer in silence, mm. because if you're holding on to things, and, and you're fighting it, and it's, it's, it's agonizing to you, yeah. right? It is burdensome. It's heavy. Um, and sometimes we feel like, you know, I don't really want to talk to my spouse about that. You know, yeah. there are times when even that happens. And, and there's somebody who you can, you can connect with. You can have this safe place and, and work on these issues. And um, I, I would just say, 
step four, get past the fear, fight the stigma. Yeah. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be far worth it uh, to just come in and, and make that step. And, you know, like I mentioned to you, I, I mean, that uh, one session, and it's not always the case like this, but one session for me, 50 pounds lighter. I yeah. mean, it really made a difference in my life, and and uh, and I needed it, you know, and so hearing your story and yeah. testimony is powerful. It inspires me, you know, and um, I, I just say, if you're thinking about it, if you're, you know, kind of on the fence, make the decision to move forward. Yeah, no, that's that's a good word and a good place to, to leave off. Um, Cameron, thanks so much for, for being here. It's been a, yeah. a, a privilege, and um, you've been brought a lot of wisdom and insight to, around this subject. So thank you. Yeah. Can you guys help me thank out? You thank you, Cameron. Me. Thank you. Well, maybe as we, as, as Cameron shared and as we talked about um, counseling, maybe you were just thinking, and as, as an individual or as a, as a spouse or as a family, like, hey, I think this is a step that, that our family needs to take. Like, there's some things there that we don't know how to fix, that we've tried to fix or that we've, we've ignored for far too long. And we need someone with insight to, to draw them out, to help us connect the dots so that we can have a family that honor and glorifies God. I, I would encourage you to, to take that step. I mean, Cameron's going to be down uh, front here to answer any questions if you have more questions about what that looks like. But um, we're also going to put the contact information up on the screen for, for Genesis. You feel free to take a picture, write it down, um, and call them, set up an appointment. Um, but if you're a skeptic and think that, oh, this is just a sales pitch for, for Genesis, we're also going to put um, some contact information for other counseling agencies on the peninsula up there. Um, don't leave today without without uh, taking this step, either writing it down, take a picture, if, if you feel like this is something that is um, going to be helpful and beneficial to you. Like Cameron said, far too many couples, families, wait till it's too late and don't get to that point. Families are important. Families are um, they can be an amazing, amazing thing when, when done right. And, but they take a lot of work, right? They, we have to work on our issues. We have to work on our brokenness. We have to work on our baggage. We have to, to address those, those areas if we want to have healthy families, if we want to have families that honor and glorify God. So, so take that step. Don't let fear win. Um, don't let pride, don't let ego, don't let stigma um, hold you back from doing what is needed to, to fix your family. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you again for just the opportunity to, to hear from you um, and to hear from, from Cameron and, and talk through how counseling can really help our families, help us work through some of the issues that we have um, and have families that honor and glorify you, God. I pray for the person here, that the family here that knows that this is their next step, God, that, but is afraid that um, just for whatever reason can't take that step. Give them the courage, the, the boldness to do that, God. Allow them to to seek the, the, the work, the insight, the, the wisdom from other people who can help them remodel and reshape their family into one that honors and glorifies you, God. That's, that's our desire, to have families that, that bring glory and honor to you, God. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed today's sermon. If you would like to hear more, please visit our website at nextlevelchurch.net. You can also follow us on social media at Next Level 757. Join us next time.